Welcome to your Friday bonus episode of Mentors on the Mic. I am so thrilled to give you these little mini bonus episodes. You guys seem to be really liking them. And whether you've come here from my longer Monday mentor interviews or have checked out some of these wonderful mini bonus episodes, I hope you enjoy this. These are just either tips from my mentors or tips that I've learned along the way that I teach my clients in either communications or in acting. So here is your mini bonus episode. Happy Friday and welcome to a special bonus episode of Mentors on the Mic. Happy Friday. I'm hoping you have had a terrific week. This is just an easy, wonderful episode. Um, I took two stories from two fantastic mentors. Um, these mentors were incredible storytellers. And these stories stuck just got stuck in my head. I asked both of these individuals, is there a project that you hope to make one day that you haven't yet? And uh, the first mentor that I wanted to share the story from was Marta Kaufman. You might know her as the showrunner and co-showrunner and co-creator of shows like Friends and Grace and Frankie. So yes, this woman, but you know, she co-created Friends, which is insane. If you haven't listened to this episode, please check it out. Season two, episode 15, all about Friends, all about casting it, about her journey in the industry from theater to TV, and then uh, Grace and Frankie. And this particular story she created, um, and she hasn't been able to have anyone, you know, pick it up yet, but she's always wanted to. But definitely, it's just so good. So here's Marta Kaufman. I have one that I love so much. It's based on a true story. Um, Adolf Hitler had a nephew whose name was William Patrick Hitler. And Adolf Hitler found William Patrick to be, he, he basically thought he was the black sheep of the family, found him to be an opportunist, was kicked out of the Third Reich. He moves to the U.S. with his mother, traveling around the country, making speeches on, um, this is why I hate my uncle Adolf, joined the U.S. Navy, was injured, got a Purple Heart, and then when the war was over and all the atrocities came out, he changed his name, had four sons. When the sons were in their late teens and 20s, they made a pact never to marry and never have children so the bloodline could die with them. So I did a script called The Last of the Hitlers based on that beginning, which I always said the, the log line is, do you think your family's fucked up? And it never went. And I bring it out every couple of years and try again, but it never went. I mean, that story's so good. Isn't it good? That was so good, right? I just, I, I still think about it. It was season two and it still comes to me. And then the next story that as soon as I heard it, I knew that like, I probably should do an episode like this because I thought of Marta Kaufman's story. I thought of this story and they're just so powerful. So our next mentor is a recent one, season three, episode 10, Brian Vogelweiss. He's the founder and CEO of the Nacelle Company. And he's done shows like, uh, you know, the movies that made us, the toys that made us, both are series on Netflix, Down to Earth with Zac Efron, Kevin Hart's Guide to Black History. They're also one of the 
biggest like production houses of comedy specials. So I think now he has like like 15 comedy specials coming out in like post production. Like they they constantly are making it. They're like a premier group for uh, producing and directing comedy specials. And Brian himself has been nominated 19 times for Grammy Awards for Best Comedy Album, and he's won four for the production performances by Louis C.K. and Dave Chappelle. So. He's fantastic. And he I asked him if he was getting into narrative in his episode one day. And he said, yeah, I hope in the next couple of years to get into narrative. And he said there's a particular story that he's always wanted to tell that's just so amazing. And he even got a little emotional telling the story. And it's so good. And it's also just so good how he tells it. Like, I find myself to be a very strong storyteller. But, like, I feel like if I retold the story, because I don't have the same love and like passion for it I couldn't even tell the story as great as he does he's so good at telling a story you could tell there's passion there's love there and it's really important to him and I do hope I get to see it one day so here's Brian Vogue Weiss go for it the craziest story you've ever heard really this is the most corrupt motherfucker you've ever read about I mean he makes Trump look and I I hope I'm not offending your politics I don't mean to uh, but he makes Trump look like uh, fucking Mother Teresa. This guy was so fucking corrupt. Did he get the presidency because of something that oh, happened to a it, president? It's insane. He's in charge of the New York City port. Mm-hmm. He is charging an illegal tax on everything that comes in and everything. So if if I'm a wine dealer from Italy... He taxes me to give you the wine. He then going to tax you to take the wine. So, and the, the port of oh New York God. at the time, which was around, I think, the 1880s, it was the biggest port in the world. So every single thing that came into the United States on, he was getting about a 10% bribe to get it into the country. Oh my God. One day he's in the office and he opens a piece of mail And he finds out that for the most bizarre reasons, I'm not going to bore you with, uh, he has been made the vice presidential candidate to a guy who has no chance whatsoever of becoming president. And he gets a little freaked out, but everybody's like, dude, that guy's not going to win. Don't worry about it. And he's like, well, that's kind of fucked up, but okay. All right. I guess. All right. I'm not doing anything. Am I? And they're like, no, no, no. Just stay in the port of New York. Uh, that guy ends up winning Garfield. Right. That was, yes. And then. So Garfield wins. Yeah. And now Chester A. Arthur's freaking the fuck out. He literally tried to commit suicide. Like he did not want to be vice president. He knew how corrupt he was. So he meets with Chester A. Arthur. He'd never met him before. And now they're both the president and the vice president elect. And he says to Garfield, he's like, I don't want to be vice president. Get me the fuck out of this. And Garfield's like, for a lot of reasons, I can't do that, but I'll make a deal. Come to the inauguration, smile, and then you can go back to New York and you can keep running the port of our port of authority. He's like, all right, I'll do that deal. So he stands there for the inauguration. He smiles. He goes back to New York. Six weeks later, Garfield gets killed. And I'm sorry, I messed up. Yeah. That's when he tries to kill himself. Oh, wow. (laughs) He literally, in the coldest night of the year, takes a bath, 
and goes out for a five-hour horse ride soaking wet when it's oh like three God. degrees outside, but he doesn't die. He has no choice, but he has to become president. He meets with the cabinet and he's like, you guys know I'm a piece of shit. I know I'm a piece of shit. You guys run the fucking country. I'll stand there and smile at the inauguration, but then I'm going back to New York to run the port. And they're like, okay, cool. And that's what happens. He gets elected or not elected. He gets sworn in. He smiles. He says goodbye to the cabinet. He goes back to New York. And this is the reason I want to make the movie. He's in, and sometimes I apologize ahead of time. Sometimes I get a little emotional telling this story. Um, See, it's already starting. You're making me cry. Um, He's back in New York for about a month doing his fucked up shit. Again, I just want to make sure you understand this. He is terrible person. He is the president of the United States who is living in New York, running the port of New York. And he has deferred the running of the government to his cabinet. One day, he gets a letter. He opens the letter. It's from a very, like I said, sometimes I get emotional, sorry. No, you're fine. From a very sickly young girl, 14-year-old girl. She's so sick, she can't leave her parents' house. And because she can't leave her parents' house and there's no television, no Netflix, what does she do all day? Read. So every day she reads like five newspapers. She reads books. Wow. She's very knowledgeable. She sends a letter to Chester A. Arthur and she says, you are one of the most corrupt, fucked up human beings who has ever lived. But you are one of the most lucky, fucked up humans who's ever lived because you have had a lifetime of being a horrible person that bleeds and steals money from everybody else. But you're lucky. You are now the president of the United States. It's the most powerful job in the United States. And it's one of the most powerful jobs in the world. You have four years to make right all the stuff you've done wrong. Oh my God. For the last, I think he was around 45 when he got elected. You now have time, you have four years to do enough good stuff so that when you end up in talking to God, you go to heaven and not to hell. And he did it. He literally went back to Washington, told the cabinet, I changed my mind. I'm going to be the president. Oh my God. And again, the story has already gone on way too long, but he, he did some of the most important stuff any president has ever done with the greatest irony of all wow. to make our government more merit-based. And he literally passed all these laws that would prevent somebody like him mm. from ever coming into power ever again. Wow. Yeah. That's an incredible story. All right. That's it for this episode. Um, Hope you enjoy these stories. Again, Marta Kaufman is season two, episode 15. And Brian Vokweiss is season three, episode 10. Have a great weekend, guys. 
I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you haven't yet, do me a favor. Drop a five-star review. Follow on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And find me on Instagram. I'm at at Michelle Simone Miller and at Mentors on the Mic. Share this in your stories. Let me know what you think. Share it with a friend. And I'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Eric LaPointe, and if you are enjoying Mentors on the Mic, be sure to subscribe, comment, and share with others. And meanwhile, you might also enjoy my podcast, Global Vid, where I explore the business of original productions and its international potential. Every two weeks, we interview TV industry execs who coach us on how they have expanded beyond their domestic borders. Check out the Global Vid, that's V-I-D, podcast on your favorite app so that we can learn from each other and the experts within our field.